Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truly Unlimited Podcast. My name is Jeff Plunkett. That's what's on my driver's license. And I'm sitting across from the lovely, the talented, the delightful... Don Marie Bruce. Don, <laughs> Don Marie Bruce. That's excellent. I had no idea what your middle name well, was. Well, there you go. Now, now we you, all know. Now you know. Now, now the secret is out, folks. Uh, I don't know that it was a big secret. Yeah. But. <laughs> the, the, that's our big mystery of the day, already revealed in the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the program. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> this has been. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are we are beginning a series. Now, now I understand that we'll have we we kind of have this series that we're going to talk about. Um, sort of, we're going to introduce, and then um, next week we're going to actually come off of that series a little bit and talk about um, our join the shift um, movement that we're that we've we've started. Um, and then we'll go back on the series, and then we'll we'll go back into Hebrews a little bit. So it's it when we say series, it's kind of a broken series. It's we're doing this, and then we're doing something else, and then we're going to do something else, right. and then we're going to come back to it. But it's a series. It it kind of goes back and forth. Yes. After a couple of weeks, it'll go just go back and forth between yes, yes, exactly Hebrews in here. But it will be a, a bit of a painful series he says bum, bum, bum. yes all right we're gonna talk about pain for a few weeks um, and there is a purpose for that but but understand so let me go ahead and introduce our purpose the reason for this you know our our primary audience not not that everybody listening is a ministry leader in in a church or or some other uh, parachurch organization, but but that's our primary audience. That's that's who we envision serving primarily. Um, but again, if you're not a ministry leader, great. Keep listening. Keep being a part of this. And and ministry leaders isn't always just pastors. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're doing anything in church, you know, um, in, in a church setting or parachurch organization, that you are our primary audience. But if you're, you know. I mean, if you're in the church, too. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Over-explain. Over-explained it. Um, all right. Um, but, but here's what goes on in the, in the church. There's pain. There's, there's suffering. There's struggling there within the church. Um, you know, I kind of grew up um, where there was always probably pain and suffering going on, but that's not what we presented on Sunday. No, because there was this, seemed like this underlying idea that if we're Christian and in church, we shouldn't have any issues. Yeah. And so to come and present an issue, or if you did present an issue, it was the devil's fault. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's just an attack from that. And I'm not saying that there's not things like that, but I am saying that a lot of times there's just our own stuff that we're dealing with. Yeah. Just because we're human. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, and if you come into a place where, where you're, you, it's a collective group, you're, you're being invited the, ideally and scripturally, you're being invited into the unity of this body of people. And the if the expectation is that if you're here, if you're a part of our team, you're not going to experience any pain. Yeah. There is no more pain. There is no more suffering. Everything's going to be perfect, rosy, Sunshiny, unicorns, rainbows, and and if you do experience that, then 
something must not be right with you. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the way I you know right. that was that was my the the very clear presentation of Mine church. Mine too. Yes. Yeah. In in maybe most a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe mo- because I've had so many conversations with people over many many years, and even recent conversations with people that that was their their story and whenever they felt whenever they knew that the rest of the time when they weren't in service they knew that there was suffering there was struggling there was pain there was hurt there was confusion there was there was sadness you know what whatever they were experiencing and and they sat there and go I don't belong here because I I'm I'm not living up to the expectation of this utopia right. story that 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 this is the expectation. You're coming here, you're going to be a part of our our squad, going to be a part of this church gang. Well then you know, everything's got to be utopian. Everything's got to be perfect. And if you want to hear kind of a full description of our idea of whether you should have pain-free Christian, well, pain-free, suffering-free or problem-free Christian life. There you go. Whether you should have problem-free Christian life or suffering, Mm. then you need to go back to our Joy of Suffering podcast where we (laughs) use scripture and explain it out. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I would tell you what episode that is, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I, think, I think that was before we numbered them. Yeah, it, yeah, we we had them numbered on the on the thing, but it's be, somewhere before thirteen. I know that because because I have a piece of paper that has from thirteen on. But yeah, so listen through one through twelve, and you'll find it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's titled "Joy of Suffering." There you go. Yeah, it, which is which here it, it, since you bring that up, um, you know, on a on a podcast, it shows the the stats for each episode. And that has been one of our most listened to episodes. Because it's not common to hear it in the church, mm-hmm. but yet we all deal with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so that's one of those things that we're always trying to solve and figure out because you have this um, paradox type thing of mm-hmm. two different places two different going two different ways yeah you know of how i feel and what the church says and you can't quite get it to come together right right it, yeah it you know in in you know we have this this um training that we're developing and we're still in the process of developing we're getting close um but you know to to bringing all that together you know no one dismissed but the idea behind that is one God is attentive constantly, all the time. He always has. He's never. He's never missed anything. Um, and um, you know, and if you look at the way Jesus did ministry, he didn't dismiss people. He didn't. He didn't say, "Oh, well, no, you've got too much pain. You're not. You're not living up to the utopian idealism here. You're. You're not clean enough." Because that was that was the idea. You're not clean enough, so you don't belong with us. No, no, no. You're 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 too wackadoodle. Um, <laughs> you know, you have you have you know demons or something going right. on. Um, you don't belong with us. Um, oh no, you're a prostitute. You don't belong with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we you, you're blind. You're unclean. You're too poor. You're too rich. You're too something else. You don't belong with us. And Jesus said, "Poor, come on. Mm-hmm. Blind, come on. Leprosy, come on. Uh, prostitute, right. come on. Um, I'm not going to dismiss you. Mm-hmm. Cleanness doesn't come from how you live. It's how you who you're related to, how you're right. united with. I will make you clean." Right. Yeah. Right. Very good. Yeah. So, so, but understand, you know, from a counselor's perspective, you know, I'm a I'm a licensed professional counselor in Oklahoma, and from a from a counseling perspective, one of my basic philosophies is is, look, you're the way you feel is the way you feel. What you're experiencing is what you're experiencing. Start there. Mm-hmm. Start with what's real. Right. Not, not the denial of it. 
Um, not the, the denial of pain, not the, the denial of any of that. Look, did David deny what he was experiencing? No. No. I, yeah. In fact, you read Psalm and it's, you know, goes one, one chapter is all, wow, you're so great. And the mm-hmm. next chapter is, why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a. There's much. Oh, woe is me! Right, right. In, in that, um, and in, yet he was a man after God's own heart. Yeah, still mind blowing. Um, yeah, we've talked about that several times, but um, yeah. And I, the reason why I'm just bringing that up for us to, you know, sometimes it's easy to criticize. Oh well, and for us to assume because we only have a small little picture of all of these characters. You know that oh well it's some certain thing and explain it away mm-hmm. and so the reason why i bring that up is just to remember that god noticed him and mm-hmm. and regardless of all of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know and so for us <laughs> right right same thing yeah it, it, it's it's i think it's so weird it's just it's just weird that we ever got to some point where we thought um, church is this utopian world where there is no pain, there is no suffering, and, and don't express any 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 flaws, any limitations whatsoever. I think that it's so weird because there's nothing scriptural about it. I mean, it's right. zero scriptural, right? Zero. Absolutely nothing scriptural about it. Even even the the idea that you know at one point, you know the the um, the apostles are leading the the this new church movement, this new Christian movement after Jesus' ascension, and they're leading this, and they're kind of overwhelmed with all of the pain and suffering and difficulties and challenges within the church. Right. I understand it was within the church. Right. And they didn't go, what's wrong with you people? Why don't you get it together? They said, we need help. And so what did they do? They appointed deacons, right? And they didn't say, you should not, do not feel that way. Right. <laughs> Everybody just stop right now. Right. Yeah, they didn't say that at all. They said, "That's real." We right. and it's part of our ministry to to respond to that, to to not dismiss that, but to respond to that. I think I think a lot of times in our our quest to be more like Jesus, we have this idea that it totally leaves our human side behind. Mm. And yes, there's a point <laughs> mm-hmm. that 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 physical body that we have isn't going to be a part of that any longer. However, we are still human. Mm-hmm. We are still human. Does that mean we don't strive for the other? No, but it does mean that, you know, we've just got a lot of internal things that we deal with. Yeah. And and I, I always get concerned anytime I hear someone say, "Oh, I don't, you know, feel any bad emotions," or you know, "I don't feel this," or everything, you know, everything's rosy, peaches and cream, and just this, mm, you know, and hungry. and <laughs> and it's hard for me to believe that. Yeah, because. I just think it's not real. Yeah, that's why it's hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not believable. It's not real. Right. Um, right. It's not even. It's not even good. Right. Because Jesus, it was healthy emotions, but he still had emotions when yeah. he was angry, and he was, and he wept with Lazarus, and you know, he still had emotions. Yeah. I would say that the agony within the garden where it was so agonizing he was sweating dra- great drops of blood. Yeah, it's a I would bit, say I would say that Yeah, I I'd, I'd say that's that's a pretty significant emotion that that in in church we would say, "Oh, you shouldn't feel that." The, you know. Right. Belagna. 
I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's just, that's how it's spelled, right? Yeah. Well, that's how the town in Italy is pronounced, by the way. Is that really? Blagna. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Hey, look at me. (laughs) But, um, But that's the thing. Even Jesus in the garden, it didn't mean he didn't trust God. Because he did. Exactly. But he was just dealing with the pain, bringing us back to our point. He mm-hmm. was dealing with the pain of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we haven't really started talking. And, and we we, we kind of have a loose plan for this conversation, <laughs> by the way, if that's not obvious. Um, but, you know, I, I was thinking about... I, I've been thinking a lot about unity. I've been thinking a lot about oneness. You know, that's you know that's a that's a very important concept that I think that um, we don't we don't understand well. We don't understand the power of it. We don't understand the opportunity within it. Okay, but so let, let let's think about it. You know, when we talk about disunity, um, often we're talking about in terms of argument. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I want this car- carpet to be that color, and you want it to be that color, or no, this is the way it should be, and that's the way. It, no, 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 no. I want my way, and that, you know, you can't have your way. I mean, we we think about it in terms of argument, but isn't it just as we invent a new word every every episode? Disunifying is that is that? that I don't might, know. That may be a word. That might actually be a word. Um, it's a disunification that's probably not a word Uh, but for to 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 really what's more um disjoining of a of a group of people than to be living a lie right to to say i'm over here because i'm pretending to mm-hmm. have it all together, and if you want to be joined with me, if you want to be a part of our unit, you've got to have it all together, even though I really don't. Right. Um, because why would we do that? Because we're afraid. We're afraid of reality. We're afraid of the truth of pain and suffering because we think we don't want that um, because it's not good, and it's not that it's not good for for our spiritual life. Pain and suffering is actually very beneficial for your right. spiritual life, for the permanency. Read scripture if you don't don't believe. It. Spend some time yeah. actually reading scripture, right. not you know listening to the and, garbage, and not just pulling out. Oh, these are the good promises of God. There's also promises pretty much of that we're going to deal with suffering yeah I'm, I'm, i mean yeah. <laughs> you can't pull out one without the other right i and i'm i'm shocked at, at people's inability in lack of desire to to integrate and, and coagulate all that was within scripture and go oh well, this says happy 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 and this says suffering 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 well i'm only going to pick one of them no they're it's all because they don't know how to join those together right. they don't they don't feel like they can deal with both but even what you were saying of um you know people want to put this across this persona because they don't want to seem weak or suffering or deal with all that and what they've done is they've developed their own fear because yeah. it's a fear of those things yes and and the problem is, to me, this is just personally. I feel like fear is one of our one of the worst things that we can deal with. And you know, the Bible even states that too. <laughs> you know, of not experiencing fear and things. But I, when we build our own fears, and I, this is speaking from the educator, the non-counselor. <laughs> So Jeff will correct me here in a minute. If I <laughs> but, but when we build our own fears, what we're doing is it's like we're building a complete false reality that we believe. Mm. And then when things don't go along with that, it crumbles and we're constantly trying to build this building or wall back up of fear because we don't know how to maintain this false um, idea 
it's kind of like putting a, a false backdrop or screen up against something that is really behind, you know, mm. and, and, and making yourself believe it's there. And then when something happens or you can see through, then you're trying to fix it. You're trying to patch it up because you don't know how to deal with what's behind there. So I'm going to keep this false idea structure of fear Mm -hmm. and the problem is it's harder to maintain that fear Hmm. than it is to deal with the pain and suffering that may be behind there man that is that is really 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 exceptional um and oh that's that is really good because you know basically what she's saying is we're 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 living two lies. Mr. Anderson, it seems you've been living <laughs> two lies. In this case, it's not lies. It's a quote from the Matrix. Anyway, um, but because you're either trying to live some lie of utopia or you're trying to live a, a lie of fear um, where, the, where you're trying to predict, you're trying to, it, it's it's really a, a sense of, of um, fantasized power and strength mm-hmm. over something that you don't have power over. Right. It's not. It's not. None of it is real. Oh, that is so so good. So deep. I'm not correcting you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm. I'm encouraging you. Well done. Um, yeah. It, but you know what's what's the the truth? The truth will set you free. The the truth. And, and when we say truth, that's that's a whole other discussion. I won't go into. But because um, it's it's. I think it's much deeper than because it's not opinion. Right. Truth is not opinion. Right. Truth right. is not it's, what even what I see. It's truth regardless. Right. Right. It's just this is this is real. Mm-hmm. Right. Just be okay with real. Um, but yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's really really well. Good. And and just even just to pull up fear again for just a minute. Um, you know, when we look at even some of the lists of pains that you have there, we look at things and there's many of those that still have a basis in fear yeah yeah i just wrote down a a, a very very short list uh before we started um, so we had we had 45 seconds of preparation we did really yeah. great yeah um but you know just just a few things you know sadness rejection loneliness fear isolation there's a there's some pretty common coming things in there especially you know when we're thinking about dismissal we're thinking about you know people being dismissed in ministry Mm -hmm. the the place of union the place of unifying the place of oneness the place of of coming together um you remember how what jesus said in john um Sorry, I'm just hearing the song, Come Together. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> right now, over me. Yes. So, anyway, sorry, back to what you were saying. It's just my brain was full of that song for a minute when you said that. Now now it's completely in, in, engulfed my brain as well, and maybe like all four of our sharing listeners. Sharing it, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't know where I was going. Sorry. I had some place I was so going. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we, you know, it's this place of unity. You know, yeah. I, I posted something um, in social media um, over the weekend. I said, you know, a very, very important challenge is next time somebody asks you how many people attend your church, tell them one. Um, it's one. And in, 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 in what I mean by that is, look. Because Jesus said in John, you know, he said, I pray not only for them, but for those that they will reach also so that they will be one as you and I, they, that they will be one with you as I am with you, one with you. And this is, I'm butchering how it goes, but you understand that the right. point is, look, Jesus was saying, like, you and I, Father, are one. Um, he is He is one. Mm-hmm. Um, he is three and three persons in one. The triune God. The unity of, of that whole thing is so important, and uh, we're working on a working on a presentation 
now that I think is going to be incredibly powerful, incredibly eye-opening, just the power of that. Because what, what happens, and I'm getting a little off subject, but when, when people start talking about the, the Trinity, they, they say, oh yeah, he's one, and then now let's talk about the three parts. Now let's break it apart, break him apart into his three pieces. Wait a minute, hold on. The power is in the oneness. Um, I get it. I'm okay. It's not. I'm not saying we don't. We shouldn't ever break apart. And these are the three persons of the Trinity and what they do and the function. Mm-hmm. Great. But the power comes from the oneness. And, and you go, what does that mean? I I can't wait to tell you because <laughs> um, it's incredibly powerful. But all right, I'm digressing. <laughs> Little teaser there. Here's the point. You you're invited into this this space based on the oneness of God and he's he's inviting you into the space where we we're one with him and we're one with one another we're unified it's a unity right. yet we 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 find ways to partition ourselves from from one another we partition ourselves from from each other because of status or we partition ourselves from each other because of are you as clean as me not the real me, just the pretend me, the one that I'm going to present to you. And so I make myself all gussied up and pretty, which, by the way, you know, I, I, I read a scripture this morning. I can't remember where it's found. It's in it's in First Timothy somewhere um, where it talks about women, don't adorn yourself. Don't make yourself all pretty. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, hold on. But then it talks about, you know, what men shouldn't do. Anyway, um, I don't know why I went there, but it doesn't really matter. Um, unimportant information. Um, if I was if I was willing to spend the time to delete that, I would. I'm not, so it'll, we'll just leave it in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, great. Anyway, the point is you're invited into the space of it's all about joining and oneness and, and, and permanence, and, 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 but then we find ways of turn it into a place of derision and division and and decision, and I don't know. I'm just right, you know, right. being ridiculous. Well, because because of a few things. I mean, one is just our basic human nature for survival, what mm. you talk about. Mm-hmm. Another one is um, the culture around us that says it's all about you. It's all about you. Mm. You're the most important one. Mm. Do whatever feels good to you. Mm-hmm. And and we're living in that culture, yeah. and we all have input from that culture yeah. constantly throughout the day. And then we're dealing with the whole thing of not, not understanding either of those places fully. So when you're looking at the happy or the pain sides like you talked about if we truly understood what made them makes them what they are then we could pull it together and understand a little bit more of how they can work together i mean that's why you look at the thing and people say joy isn't the same as happiness Mm because we have this idea of happy, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and everything's roses and all that, where, where joy is a deeper set knowing, mm-hmm. regardless of what you're dealing with and going through. And those are just parts of life. If we could understand that it's not just me yes god cares about me and everything but he's not setting me above everybody else Mm -hmm. right i'm not the most important one to him so when life goes along there are things that happen Mm -hmm. they just happen and how we respond to Mm -hmm. and deal with those things makes the difference yes but they're going to come yes you know, um, goodness, if anything should give us a clue, it's Jesus and the disciples and all that they went through in that process of three years, just the things of 
and and beyond a little bit whenever they were spreading the gospel things of being in jail and um, <laughs> not having a set place that was their home mm. and I mean just all kinds of things that yeah. they dealt with that is just it's just life yeah absolutely. it's life and and we we try to put on this idea off this idea of life and so when we see pain in others as ministry leaders if we can't put it together mm-hmm. then we either ignore it or we give some kind of idea that it isn't allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some at some point over the weekend, I read um, Paul. You know the 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 piece where you know uh, this will be familiar, um, where he says, you know, the things that I want to do, those are the things <laughs> I don't do. The things right. that I don't want to do, those are the things I do. But you know, remember that part because it's like, yeah. Because we remember about, do we think about that in terms of, of sin? And, and that is part of the conversation. But look, he's lamenting. He's grieving. He's, he's dealing with some stuff in that. It's a very painful, the, the, if you expand out and go further out of that conversation, it's a very painful conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very honest. Right. That's, that's the point. It's a very honest open in in i've read it hundreds of times but i read it over the weekend and i was like man that is so raw it is rawness all over the place where he's just going i'm going to open up my heart i'm going to be vulnerable with you mm-hmm. and it didn't he, he didn't go i'm going to be vulnerable with you be be gentle you know <laughs> right it, it it wasn't i hope you take this well it was I'm going to be vulnerable with you because I know you're going to, you, you know, it, this is just real. Right. This is this is real. This is me being being genuine with you. And it's just, and he, like, that's, did I mention who it was? Paul? <laughs> right. Paul right. Um, wrote most of the New Testament. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Um, it, most of the New Testament is is by Paul or it's. Kind of, you know, then there's Acts that right. kind of this follows. Tells the story. Most of it is about Paul. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, I mean, right. it's, it, you know, it's really remarkable, again. I, I mean, I keep saying this, but, you know, I, I was thinking of this. I don't know. something you were saying earlier. Um, I was thinking the way we depict, like, if we were going to... Um, if I was going to give a presentation on loneliness um, or just illustrate loneliness, what I'd probably do is, and it's pretty typical, if you were to Google images for loneliness, you'll probably get somebody sitting, um, you know, it's often it's a black and white picture. It right, turned into right. black and white. Always. And, and it's raining. a person sitting alone in their rain. It's raining. Yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. It, right. That's the image that we have. Um, but you know, most people don't experience loneliness that way. No. Most people experience loneliness in the presence of other people. Which is, to me, it's a harder loneliness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because if I know that I'm here totally by myself and feeling lonely, well, I'm by myself. So, you know, and there's some things I, I can try to make myself feel better because there's nobody around. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in a room full of other people and feel lonely, I, I don't even have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. You know, I'm going to... I, I want to be very, very cautious about how I share this, so this I'll give no details whatsoever. But I'll just say that um, an individual recently um, shared with me feeling like they didn't fit in mm-hmm. in a particular setting. Right. I mean, it, it is a, a church setting. Didn't feel like they fit in. And more than 
probably anybody else they should have fit in. And it was shocking. I, 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 just, I was just stunned by it. I wasn't even really sure how to respond to it because it didn't. But as I thought more about it, and I'm getting a little teary-eyed now just thinking about it, it just breaks my heart. Um, it, you know, and it's, I don't, look, I'm not going into any depth of this conversation. Um, but, you know, you know, there were, there, that wasn't the only conversation even over this last weekend that had to do with whether people felt lonely or felt like they fit in or they were included or they felt isolated or a sense of sadness within the ministry experience or within the church mm-hmm. like like right. now that I think about it and, and I hadn't really thought about it I was, I was probably in five different conversations over the weekend my my family and I were in a very intense when I say intense I mean like there were there were tears flowing mm-hmm. down to our shirt um, so intense this conversation um, so, you know, just, it, it, you know, understand, I mean, here's, here's, here's our ultimate point in this. It's not, we're not coming at this, you know, and saying, here's the solution. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Not, not so much the solution to eliminate pain and sadness and suffering. It's how to really, it's about how to, how to maintain the, 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 the principle, the basic thing is unity, joining. Right, and realizing that this the pain is there and okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's there. Yeah. And we don't have to dismiss it. We don't have to slide it under the rug. We don't have to be shh, shh, you know, don't mm-hmm. let anybody know. Mm-hmm. Or we don't have to broadcast it from the mountaintops either right right. (laughs) you know one and i just thought about this as you were saying this you know but if if but you know if 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 our churches became places where it was we're going to be real and raw with our pain and suffering what's the consequence of that it's not very it's not very good for church growth Um, and when i say church growth i mean the way most churches think about church growth is how many people are Numbers. attending my mm-hmm. my service? Um, I I will get more people coming in if we have this happy, you know, feel good. We're jumping around. We're you know like you know it's, it's always it's like a party. Yeah, every yeah. time. Right? Yeah, if it's if it's like a party, if it feels like we're clubbing without drinking, um, <laughs> then yeah. then that's that's church. We've been having some church, mm-hmm. um, right? But it, but but you have some of the loneliest people there. Yeah. Because there's no depth in that. Right. And because, you know, you have, you think of friendships. Mm-hmm. I can have quite a few friendships, mm-hmm. but they're only go to a certain level. Mm-hmm. There's only a certain amount that I let them know, certain amount that I know about them. But those that I feel are my um true there's there's a handful of people mm-hmm. that i feel like no matter what i tell them they're still going to care about me yeah and they're not going to just dismiss anything yeah. and there's a depth there who do i want to be with more i want to be with the people that i know have my back mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. and so that whole idea of church growth and the big party and getting numbers in, the reason why there's such a huge turnover Hmm. is they're not creating depth. Yeah, yeah. To where those people have a, they're bought in because there's something more than just a surface high that I can get from multiple places. Yeah, yeah. Um, ministry leaders, if you're if you're paying attention, um, I, you know if you weren't paying attention, or if you were doing something else, let me get your attention for a second. Um, actually, more than a second, um, a, a minute or so. Um, 
I, I want you to, to hear this very clearly. I, I, you know, as a counselor, as a professional counselor, um, I, I get to, to look behind the veil. Um, and not even the full picture behind the veil, um, even as a counselor. People don't, you know, people don't come into counseling and spill everything. They don't. They don't. They can't. There's. It's. It's really virtually impossible, to to do that. Um, but I want you to understand that I get to hear, the genuine or most of the genuine story. Mm-hmm. The, even if you even if you know that there is pain, even if you know there is a sense of isolation, even if you know that there is fear or sadness or grieving or whatever, even if you know that to be the case, I'm going to tell you you don't know just how much there is most of it is veiled most of it is hidden um, a vast amount of it um, is hidden so so the even if even if you are in the depths and in the muck and the mire of of pain and suffering within your church you're only waiting around in a little bit of 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 the fullness of what there is i'm, I'm just right. Right. I mean, that's just the, the reality and i get to hear it and in in and it's really okay um um that there is pain and suffering that's 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 reality like mm-hmm. the the world's trying to pretend that there's not and 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 so that's a very worldly perspective to pretend like there's not right um it's not a it's not a christian perspective it's not a godly perspective i mean that's just real but here's the um here's the the point that i want to make in that is is what bothers me greatly is when i'll, I'll ask people have you had these conversations with people there? And they'll, and if they say, I don't think I can, I don't think I, I don't think that's possible for me to have those conversations, or to be honest, um, I don't want them to know. I'm afraid if they know, mm-hmm. look, that's a problem. What you understand that is that's not only a little problem. That's not like we've got a leaky faucet in the in the women's restroom problem. This is a significant problem because this is the place of unity. This is the place where there's supposed to be unity. We're in this together and you know look at look at acts. They were they selling stuff to support each other to keep right. each other alive and look at even beyond that whenever Paul was traveling around he's going I'm collecting these things for the poor back in Antioch or the poor back in wherever um, the 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 church that sacrificed themselves so that you could hear the gospel mm-hmm. now I'm collecting for them or are you paying attention to the poor or are you paying attention to those that are in pain are you paying attention to those that are hurting are you paying attention are you giving any credence to that are you going no let's let's create this this theme park um, we've got a theme park and what's the theme church um, <laughs> Happy church, happy church theme park. It's the happiest place on earth. No, it, it it's okay. And if that means that your numbers are reduced because people don't want to come in and experience pain and suffering, look, like like you said, Don, if your numbers are reduced but it's real, you get depth. Um, right. You get right. real. Right. And... and why and i've had this conversation with some people lately in the sense of the importance of church growth Mm. now are we doing it are we building numbers we'll all say so more people will know god Mm -hmm. but are we really giving them that opportunity Mm -hmm. or are we just stamping their ticket into the kingdom or whatever and then letting them go Mm -hmm. you know are we building numbers so our church looks good to others because we're competing with another church and we want more numbers than that are we building our church to have true disciples that are going to truly deliver this message Mm -hmm. and live lives 
acceptable to God. That doesn't mean happy, beautiful, everything's, you know, great in lives. It means, yeah, things may be tough, Mm -hmm. but we're here together. We're experiencing it together, and we will bring people in, but we're going to bring them in as family, not as a club member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in, in um, uh, synthesizing, when we were talking about synthesizing Scripture earlier. I think I used the word coagulate, which is, you know, probably a blood term. But anyway, you know, but synthesizing Scripture. I understand, you know, you know we're talking about Paul is, it, you know, he, he writes and he says agony, 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 you know, pain, right. suffering. This is this is hard, thorn in my flesh. Mm-hmm. I'm in prison. Um, I long to come to you, and and things have prevented me from from even visiting. Um, and it just I'm agonizing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm suffering through this. Um, but then it's the same Paul who says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Right. Okay, and we look at rejoice in the Lord. Oh, ah, happy, happy, happy. Paul mm-hmm. said, "Rejoice in the Lord always," and that means be happy, happy, happy. Mm-hmm. It's the same Paul, right? And and are you saying that Paul is is two faced? Um, no, right. he's not saying one thing here and one thing there. He's saying it's the same thing. Right now, if you don't understand how that's the same thing, then you need to spend some time. And I don't right. mean like I'm going to read my scripture and find all the happy parts right. um, and, and then whatever is going to make me feel good. No, no, no. That's not spending time in scripture. If you don't understand how those two things are exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. rejoice in the Lord always and I agonize over not being able to be with you. If you don't understand how that's the same thing, if you don't understand how rejoice in the Lord always and I I. I write to you from prison. Right. It's the same thing. If you don't understand how rejoice in the Lord always and and I the things that I want to do I don't do and the things that I do I I yeah, I do want to do I don't do or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting myself all bum fuzzled here, but but the the point is if you don't understand how those are synthesized, you need to spend some serious real time looking at from what is being written there not what you're seeking and and i would just suggest if you have two scriptures like that write them both down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and then read and find the things that pull that rather than just going off you don't know where and reading this and reading that and a lot of times you come back and you're still confused because you haven't really tried to synthesize those write the two down and read things and see how they work within that and because it does all work together Mm -hmm. but you have to get those um, assumptions that we grew up with in church as children that were underlying not necessarily biblical currents but just religious ones of this is the way things have to be Mm -hmm. you have to let go of that you have to even let go of your own mindset of well this is the fake wall that I've set up mm-hmm. and you have to be able to look at it just as it is what the word is saying and find the truth in it and and pray about it and let God speak to you and all those things so that way you can understand and grow because when you do that with two things mm-hmm. in scripture then you'll begin to do that in other places as well and realize how it really does blend together and and create a unified plan, yep. a story. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, and, and we're going to unpack this even more as we continue to have conversations. Our, our, our next episode is going to talk about joining the shift. Um, um, 
uh, a very important movement that we're, we're, we want to, to spearhead. Um, but we'll, we'll continue, um, and then after that we'll, we'll talk about the challenges of pain in ministry, um, and, and we'll continue to unpack this and understand we, we get it. This is not you know the, the necessarily the fun. This has been less fun mostly because you know I'm tired. I you know if you can hear the raspiness in my voice, I, you know I, I you know um, I you know I don't feel fantastic. So um, you know, but understand that you know we're going to unpack this because we have a there, there's a purpose that we're we're heading somewhere with this conversation. Not just our our. Um, you know, we do have we do have products that we're we're, we're you know um, systems and in trainings that we're we're going to provide. Right. That's that's part of what we do. But they they're not just you know they have a purpose because right. there is there is a there is a, a a plan for the church that we're missing. There's a plan for the church that we're missing. We're very passionate about the genuineness of things. We're, and so when we provide a training, it's not because we just want to provide some some training. Um, there's lots of that garbage out there that's just a training. We're providing a, a, something that is essential, that is important, um, that we're missing out right. on. And is it great for for church growth? I don't even care if it's great for church growth. Look, if I if I look up training right now for churches, 99.9% of them are probably going to be church growth related. Right. How to grow your church, how to grow your church, how to grow your church, how to bring in numbers. more people. Yes. Numbers. Yeah, how to add to the numbers. Look, the number is one. That's that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the number that that God is 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 interested in one. He is one, and he has invited you into the dance with him to be one with him, um, and so that, and within our churches, that we can be one as he is one, and we can be one with him together. I mean, that's that's the number. That's the only number you should really care about. Is right. One. All right. I see you're writing. Yeah. You got a thought you want to share Not with us? Here. No. Somewhere. Okay. All right. So she's writing down her, her grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pick up donuts on the way home. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I said donuts. All right. I think we have, I think we have, have made the people suffer long enough. Um, I think that should, should do it um, for today. What do you think? Sounds good. Okay. I think it was a good foundation yes yes absolutely we've, we've got more we want to talk about so stick with us um i, I think i think you said when we were talking about how we we're going to present this you said oh, we're just going to tell people to stick with us because this yeah. is going to be yeah <laughs> hang on so we'll get there i accidentally said it so stick with <laughs> us yeah stick stick with us we've we've this is this is important this really really is important everything we talk about is is important otherwise we wouldn't talk about it other than Don picking up donuts. Um, yeah, so. it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, which is good. <laughs> All right, thanks for right. thanks for being here. All right, bye bye. To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A L E. T-H-E-S, LATHESresources.com, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.